0: Richard Case
1: Well good morning Kathy uh, Here we are in uh, uh, Christmas New Year's week We're in between Christmas yes. and New Year's And uh, this is a week where lots of people uh, uh, Hopefully have off from work And are doing wonderful things with their family We are hoping you have some extra time This week to you know listen to the podcast And we're in the middle of discussing A um, uh, Life with God and hearing Mm -hmm. God's voice and, you know, what does that look like and what does that mean? And uh, the privilege of it all, we've talked about uh, that he speaks to us and it's a privilege to speak to us. And the purpose of it is uh, in a simple way is um, he's God and we're not. Mm -hmm. Um, He's uh, completely holy, uh, is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. Uh, and knows uh, everything, uh, and his desire is to deliver to us the covenant life, the grand covenant life. I am going to bless you to make you a blessing, and we even talked, uh, you know, uh, last week about um, I'll I'll deliver you out of all your distresses because mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna have sticky things, we're gonna have difficult things, we're we're in a world that's this troublesome, and he says instead of you figuring it out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which you are going to make more of a mess because you'll make mistakes, uh, because you're also in the world. And if you're in the flesh self, you're actually cutting off the power for me to guide you. You're, you're at enmity against me and you cannot please me. He says, um, my purpose is to get you to the right place with the right people at the right time so that I can deliver to you my beautiful life right Uh, can i share a
3: fun example of that just recently so um most of the listeners have heard by now that my youngest daughter anna is engaged and um, she and ryan because she'll still be in school he graduates um he'll graduate before they get married in august and um they'll still be living in boston because she'll have two more years of college left and he'll be getting his master's and working um also during the same time but you know they have to the way boston's market is they have to, it's now, you know, December, they've got to figure out where they're living in September now, is how that plays out, the way the the leases run and everything. And in fact, um, some would say that they're a few months behind, that they should have been signing leases August, September for the following August, September. Um, And as they have been, they know to abide and to seek God on all of this. And as they were praying through, they really felt like God said, push pause for a little bit. I'll tell you when to re-engage with the realtors. And, and they had some wisdom from some outside sources that if they you know went with a broker, they would be able to get them information before it hits the market and things like this. So they did some ask, seeking and knocking, listen to God, hit pause. And without going into all the details, super, super fun to see this last week. Um, God prompted them, you know, his broker to reach out to them and um, brought them this property that was soon to go on the market Mm. um, for renting. And he brought them the property and they had, you know, much like what you teach, they had already spent time laying out the desires of their heart of what they felt like God wanted for them. And they were like, you know, I know it's Boston. So, you know, it's not logical to say it would have a lot of space, but we, you know, we need a separate bedroom, not a studio apartment. Yep. Um, housing there is just crazy expensive. Um, so needed you know, a separate bedroom, and they really wanted a, a living area that is large enough to gather a group of people. They wanted to be able, there's not really a space for them to have um, small groups and to have gatherings, you know, worship nights and things like this, which was actually really something they felt called to and, and comes back to even a vision that God had given them both of the two of them, you know, in Boston, standing on the corner on a hill with their hands joined and light emanating forward from there. So I bring that up for a reason, you'll see, but he brings them to this to this apartment And they already know the desires of their heart. They also know their budget. So those two things don't match the desires of their heart and their budget. Right. (laughs) And um, this apartment happens to be a house on Mission Hill. That is that is the name of where it's at. It's on Mission Hill, which I love because it is like mission on a hill and goes with their vision as Mm. well, and they're able to go in and see it. And as it turns out, this house has been converted to four different apartments. Um, The first three, the top three floors of this apartment, um, or of this house, have like three and four bedroom apartments. The basement has been converted to an apartment, but because of its funky little layout, it has one bedroom and a huge living room. Mm and because of what it is and it doesn't have you know it does it's not like fancy by any stretch but it's got good square footage and it's got everything they would need because it doesn't have some of these other things that the others do while the other three floors go for 3400 a month each this particular apartment goes for 1400 including utilities
1: mm.
3: can i tell you that is 50 dollars a month less than what she pays in her dorm oh wow Which we already have college fund for and everything, you know, I mean, just the specificity with God, and and it is a mile from her campus, and it is literally in a place they can have a big meeting space for their friends, and they have a bedroom, you know, no guest room or anything, but they have exactly what God laid on their heart for what they would need to carry out the mission that he has told them they would have in this space. Mm. And it was all step by step by step. You know, pause when I say pause. I'm gonna line things up, and then when I bring it to you, you know, they called us like we're going to to see it at six. You guys be praying. We'll be praying, and all of us were. And they you know called us afterwards and and sent some pictures, and we're talking us through. And they're like, we're really feeling a peace about it. I want you guys to pray too. We prayed about it. We're like, we absolutely feel a peace about it. Put the application in and and it is also not easy you know because these places so many people will be applying for them their very next morning their application was accepted Wow! and god just provided once again supernaturally exactly where he wants them at a price point they can have that gives them the space to fulfill the mission that he wants them to nonetheless on mission hill How's that? <laughs> that is cool.
1: That's a great story, and uh, it is illustrating, you know, the uh, abide with, you know, abide, abide in Him. Let my words abide in you, and I'll direct you specifically to the place I need to need you to right. get to. And the
3: timing I need you to pay attention to. And
1: the timing, because they could have
3: wasted a lot of time on other places.
1: That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, and keep thinking that um, our life with God is not a life of theology. Mm-hmm. It's not just, well, I, I, I got to understand a bunch of truths and try to try to do the best job I can. As long as I study, then I'll I'll be OK. He said, well, mm-hmm. you can study and know about me, but you won't know me unless mm-hmm. we are in dialogue with each other by me speaking to you uh, right. and getting you just like you, you described. Um, you couldn't have figured this out on your own. No. Uh, and you would have not wound up at the place that I had for you. I needed you to walk with me and listen and process and get to mm-hmm. the right place at the right time based upon my dialoguing with you and you, you asking, you, you hearing, you processing, and then responding. Right, uh, and so it's it's a great illustration of exactly yeah. how it works, and that's yeah. how specific it has to be.
3: Yeah, and even then, <clears throat> the dialogue's not over. Like the you know, the next morning, as I'm abiding on it, and Anna is too. I sent her a text because God had taken me um, just as I was praying ahead of it. Had taken me um, to that verse in Matthew. Um, you know, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a, a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house hmm. and and i wrote her i said you know as i was reading as i was spending time praying god brought this verse to mind and then when i went to the passage and actually read it that really struck me to all who were in the house and i said i really think there is an invitation here you and Ryan ask God what he has to say but I believe that there is an invitation and a call not only for who's going to be stepping into this house that you will be light to but for the other residents who will be in that building with y'all simultaneously that there is purpose in who those are and that light will be brought to the whole house and to be praying ahead of that what's so cool about that is she and Ryan after we had hung up the night before we're talking and praying about it and that is the exact thing that god brought them to start praying about the people that are above you on those other floors because i have a plan for each of them and you're going to be light to them
1: yeah right and then
3: the very next morning he told me the exact same thing separately and just confirmed to them yes this is i'm talking i'm this is your mission on a hill let's go
1: yeah yeah and it's um uh remember that god's will uh is we're always part of a bigger story,
2: yes. While
1: we are walking in things that are important to us, because we need answers mm-hmm. for us, and we need direction, and we need uh, uh, you know to, uh, understanding and answers, uh, and we and it's geared around our life. But God says, "I'm going to do that while I bring you into my bigger story, mm-hmm. because of the place and the people you're going to be with, um, you're going to have a purpose for that." Right. Um and even now, uh, and I know that you would encourage them, is that, um, and this is where people, you know, kind of make mistakes, is, okay, great. Mm. Um, I got here, and you've told me I'm going to be a light on the hill, and, and I'm supposed to really go after them. They could say, I'll take it from here.
3: Right, and hijack um, the plan, right? And I'm <laughs> a,
1: and I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z, and I'm fulfilling my, you know, your, what you said. I'm going Mm -hmm. to, I'm going to, I'm going to. He said, no. Yes, you're here. Yes, you're Mm -hmm. part of a bigger story. I'm telling you to be aware. Right. But now, every day, every week, walk with me. I'll open Mm -hmm. the doors. I'll show you what to do, how to do it. Don't develop your own plan about this. Because your your own plan will probably negate what I'm going to do.
3: Right. And the only step he's given them so far in that is simply begin praying for them. That's
1: it. That's, that's it. it. That's I it. haven't
3: told you anything else yet. Start praying. Right. This is what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> that's right.
1: Uh, cause God has a plan and God has a process. And so now, even now, and this is what we keep trying to say is that, um, our life is, is geared toward, uh, unresolved issues, things that need answers, things that need decisions. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, As we receive those, we got to keep thinking, I'm walking along a path, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the path continues. Right. Um, It's not a milestone of, okay, great, um, I got the answer to our place where we're going to live. Fantastic. uh, Great. And God says, well, now that you're here, I need you to ask me, now what? Mm -hmm. And I'll direct your next step. And I'll direct your next step. And I'll direct your next step because you, I want you to stay in dialogue with me. I want you to stay in relationship. Life is a journey, not a not a uh, destination.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and now that you're here, there's going to be all kinds of interesting things. Uh, keep talking to me. Keep dialoguing with me. I'll tell you a step. Take take step. My first step is just start praying for these people. Right. Uh, by the way, they'll have a myriad of other things uh, that they're going to mm-hmm. talk about in terms of uh, you know, what all this means to them in terms of their next steps, which is one of which is I want you to care about these people, but all I'm asking you to do is just start opening up to what right. I have to say about it. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it's kind of fun. So we, we got to keep thinking differently of, well, just give me the answers and then I'll take it from there. But rather I'm on a path. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have these answers done. I'm going to have milestones achieved. Now What? Now what's right. next? What's next? Right. And, and we stay in that beautiful place. Uh, and so uh, we've talked about the purpose of all that. And, and then there's some really uh, things to understand is it's really critical um, as it defines us um, and the relationship with God. So let's go to, uh, first of all, John eight forty seven.
3: 47. Um, John eight forty seven says... He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God.
1: Okay. So he says, um, interesting enough, uh, the definition of you being with me Mm -hmm. is based on do you hear what I have to say? Mm -hmm. If you don't hear what I have to say, you're not not with me. Mm. So it's really simple. He says, I'm going to try to boil it down for you is that if you're truly a follower of me now by the way it doesn't mean you, you're not saved you might be saved mm-hmm. um, and yes I'm going to have my eternal destiny with him I have believed what, what he did for me I've received him as my, as my uh, Lord and I now have the Holy Spirit within me but he says now the question is if you're, if you're in relationship with me if you're walking with me one of the indicators you're hearing my voice Mm -hmm. if you're not hearing my voice you are not walking with me
3: right can we clarify here a little bit because i have had um people who are learning this struggle through um well i've been asking him this question all along and i'm not hearing the answer to this question yet so i'm not hearing him does that mean That I'm not. And they're not recognizing that they're hearing him in all these other ways and that he is laying groundwork and speaking just because he hasn't yet given them the specific answer to their specific question that they're waiting for (laughs) doesn't mean he's not speaking to them. So I just I don't know if you want to talk to that a little bit, too, because I do know people that get tripped up on this like well-meaning wanting to hear and seek him and just get tripped up on this yeah. verse
1: uh, let's actually go there's two other verses here and then we'll, we'll uh, circle back and answer that question okay. so go to uh, um, uh, john uh, 8 31 and 32
3: sure then jesus said to those jews who believed him if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free
1: okay so he says if you abide in my word what i'm speaking mm-hmm. to you uh, you will be my disciple. Um, right. If I'm abiding in his word, what must be true?
3: I've got to be hearing him. I've got to hear it
1: and process it. Letting
3: him work it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm hearing and then I'm processing it and I'm being led to truth. What truth am I receiving?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's going to be answering my issues, which will set me free. Uh, if mm-hmm. you abide in my word, you'll know the truth. Truth set you free. And, and if you abide in my word, I will call you my disciple,
3: mm-hmm.
1: which is d- necessary. Uh, okay, go right. to, go to uh, John uh, 10, 16.
3: Sure, it says, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd.
1: Yeah, uh, so he's saying that um, in the context of sheep, sheep, um, you will hear if you're if you're gonna be part of me, you hear my voice
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, if you're my sheep and you're following me then then you hear my voice mm-hmm. uh, by definition. If you're not hearing my voice, you can't function as my sheep because you're not following what I have to say and you right. got to be where I'm or I have to say okay so he says um Hearing my voice is the demarcation, the mm-hmm. indicator of are you are you my disciple? Are you of me, walking with me? Are you my mm-hmm. sheep? Okay, that's a true statement. All right, now um, people come and say, uh, "Well, <laughs> I asked the question, um, I got nothing, mm-hmm. um, so." What is the problem uh, that I would like to hear what he has to say, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't, I don't hear anything. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, now, um, when you probe that a little bit deeper, uh, it's, I want an answer to this question.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Give me the answer. Right. I'm not hearing an answer, mm-hmm. and I still don't know what to do. I would like to, and I'm willing to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but what I've done is ask for the end line,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I
1: haven't been willing to process the, the walking right. with him, um, and so uh, the reason is that they're misinterpreting what it means to hear God's voice. Uh, because my definition is I want the answer, Mm -hmm. um, and I don't get an answer, so I must not be hearing his voice, so why bother? Right. And God says, well, it's, you're, you're misunderstanding the process, is Mm -hmm. don't ask me for the answer. Why don't you come and talk to me, and I'll talk to you, and what I want you to do, uh, is, uh, back up a step uh, and instead of saying here's either here's what I'd like you to do which is usually a wish list and what mm-hmm. our prayers tend to be or um, yeah I need I need insight but just give me the answer
2: mm-hmm.
1: He says I want you to back up a step and just say here's my situation what do you have to say about it right uh, and so what I do with people like that uh, and, and it's, it's a lot of people uh, and it's okay.
3: Mm-hmm. It's, I was going to say, I think, I feel like this is a very common, I'm beginning and and this is where I get stuck and, and people need some guidance through it. Right. I, I feel like it's a pretty common starting point.
1: Yep. Um, so uh, what I do is I say, okay, uh, back up a step. Um, and uh, even in John 8, he says, if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So my focus is is I want to receive and process the truth. Right. So what I do is I say, okay, take your situation um, and write out everything you know to be true.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And write it out longhand in in your journal. And don't censor anything. um, And just everything that you understand about it uh, and what's true Um, What does that bring up to you in terms of even other questions? Uh, But just start writing about what's true. Uh, What I want you to do is then share that with another person. And -hmm. you can share that with me. Uh, And all we're going to do is say, okay, what do you understand? Right. Okay. Um, Out of that are two things. One – um, I I can assist you by sending you to a place in the Word, the Bible,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it'll have some insight for you about that. And by the way, when we teach abiding, we teach uh, uh, go to go to what you know what you start with, and there's uh, what we call center cross referencing mm-hmm. that you start to be led Great to tool. different different places in Scripture about this mm-hmm. very thing. So um, uh, I'm going to give you some scripture, uh, do some uh, some starting there and, and referencing. And what I want you to do is um, write out the verse longhand,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then what does that say to you? Uh, and do, don't don't go don't don't do not go to a commentary. Do not go to somebody else. Read it.
3: Let the Spirit speak
1: to and you. And let it speak to you. And what does it mm-hmm. actually say to you? And just look at what the words say. Mm-hmm. And then what questions do you have about that? Um, okay. Um, secondly, with what you've written about what is true, go into a quiet place
2: mm-hmm.
1: and just take a, 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 a attitude of receptivity and write down any impressions that you get, uh, anything that you hear, any picture that you get, any thoughts that you get, and write them down. Mm-hmm. And I said, do not censor. Them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and don't evaluate them. Right. Okay, now if you do those two things, there are three things. You start out writing what's true. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you some words to in the scriptures to go look at. What do they say? And then just take a time of quietness
2: mm-hmm.
1: and just write down what whatever comes to mind. Um, uh, put it down. Okay. Now, they do that. They come, and we go through it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And they recognize pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Oh, I am hearing from God.
3: Right, he is speaking. Yes.
1: I, oh, I am hearing from God. I misinterpreted what that looked like,
2: mm-hmm. and my
1: expectation was off. And I had to, I had to just go to a more pure relationship mm-hmm. issue. Oh man, these thoughts I got. I said, "Do you do you see what you wrote? Mm. Do you see what that leads to? Do you see? Hey, by the way, you got another question, don't you?" Let's go pursue that okay. um, and let's see what the word has to say. And now it starts to triangulate around the very thing mm-hmm. that you're doing it. And I said, now, the more that you, uh, with another party, and it can be me, talk about it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you, and you say, well, okay, what does that mean to you? Well, how does that work? What does that look like? Uh, what is God saying to you? The more that you talk about it, the more you're going to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. uh and I'm gonna an, I'm gonna assist by you just but you just doing that alone starts to put it in the play of of the dialogue you know so uh, I think I shared this with uh, a guy that um he was uh had a question about his c12 group
2: mm-hmm. uh, and a
1: question that came up and he basically said you know, I don't know what to do with this and i'm I'm not sure what you mean about hearing God's voice you know and I said mm-hmm. okay so I just said Write down the truth of it. Here's some verses. Take a quiet time. A quiet time. What does it say to you? And he did it. And he and he actually said to me, "Oh, so that's what it looks like." <laughs>
3: that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, that.
1: because I see it's life mm-hmm. coming out of God speaking, and you actually are hearing. You've just not understood it as hearing. You thought it right. was something so supposed to be something else. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, oh, it's just dialogue. Yeah, exactly. And you are hearing his voice. Now keep going, keep going. And it's like, okay, what do I do with this? I said, well, keep processing it so that you, first of all, understand it. Okay, now you have people with specific questions that God has to speak to them Mm -hmm. about how to apply that into their specific question. Um, And you do it out of this opportunity. You've heard it. And I said, and this is why I, I didn't tell you the answer. Mm -hmm. I said, it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do you any good when you say, I I need an answer for this. Now, I know the answer, by the way. It doesn't do me any good to tell you that answer. Right. What I want to do is teach you how to hear God's voice. Yeah. Um, And you start to realize it. And I said, before you can give this away, which you're going to be called to do, Mm
2: -hmm. you
1: have to process it all the way through so that you thoroughly receive all that he's saying to you about it, and that you understand it, and now have it in you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you
1: don't even have to go to the scripture because you already got it in you, right? And you know the the truth of it. And and because he he first approached it, as I asked him, I said because uh, we were talking about unequally yoked, I said, why does God? What what what's the reason that he says mm-hmm. don't don't be unequally yoked? <laughs> he says because. The Bible said so. I said, Mm. no,
3: (laughs) no, let's go deeper. (laughs) It's it's not law.
1: There's a Mm -hmm. truth behind this, you know, and Mm -hmm. you actually wrote it down. You wrote it down. Right. Right. Look at what you wrote. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, you got to process that till you really understand it Mm -hmm. and stay in the word, stay dialoguing. You are hearing his voice. You wrote actually truth. Right. Keep going with it and don't stop it. Well, just because the Bible says so, I'll do it. Well, because mm-hmm. you don't even know how to apply it if you don't understand it. Right. You are hearing God's voice and it's life to you. And it gave life to him. Uh, so that's the answer to your question is, is we have to help those people say, okay, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's, I understand what you said. Let's go a different direction with this. Right. And let's practice it a little bit. And you'll recognize right away. You're hearing God's voice. Yeah. And it's kind of so fun. good. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll continue on. But the, but but partly is he says it's a it's an indicator.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: are you hearing? Are you hearing me? Then you're my disciple. Are you hearing me? Then you're of me. Are you hearing me? Then you're my sheep. And it's it's actually good that that person would come and say, well, uh, am I am I not really a disciple? Right. And in and the way, the answer is, no, you're not. Because why? Well, you got to be able to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. uh let me help you with that uh yes. you have a heart to, mm-hmm. um and you've just taken it in a place that isn't isn't yet unknown to you so let me help you understand it we got to back up a step make it way simpler and practice it and you'll recognize right. immediately so good that you're hearing god's voice so it's kind of fun so father we thank Excellent. you for that truth and that uh the the importance of this is it really sets up our opportunity to be a disciple and we want to be. Mm-hmm. We want to be a follower. We want to be a sheep. We want to be of you, And so we just pray that we will learn how to hear your voice because it's such a uh, a great uh, need for us to be a disciple. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen.
3: Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing, Rich. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. If today brought questions up for you, be sure to send them in to us at questions at com, And we'd love to talk about them. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep.
1: We'll see you then.